This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. She think that I need her, kick her to the car. All I know is you could have had the world. Had the world. Yeah, you were my world. Got these pearls on my neck. Got these pearls on my track. I'm Selena, baby. I'm not cheating, baby. Yeah. She think I'm gonna have all the way. Sound like Drake? Or the weekend? It is not. This is the uh, latest chat GBT creation called uh, Heart of My Sleeve. This was uh, written by someone called Ghostwriter977. And yes, using artificial intelligence, uh, ma- managed to mix and mimic the vocals of Drake and The Weeknd to come up with that song. And I don't think um, a trained ear would be fooled. Wouldn't be fooled. I mean, a lot of people would listen to that and think it was great. It was actually downloaded uh, millions of times. Millions of times. And uh, the record companies aren't happy. The artists certainly aren't happy. And this is a new fight uh, for anyone in the energy. I guess anyone in public at this point. Because God knows, you know, you could take my voice or anybody's voice. uh, John Oakley, Greg Brady, you could do anything. And just say, what would Alex Pierce say uh, on this topic? And then away it goes. You just don't know. I don't know why we didn't put guardrails in on this stuff before. But um, we just don't. But certainly in the music world, it's like it's a theft of their music and money not in their pockets. Uh, So how do you stop it? Alan Cross is host of the Ongoing History of New Music. Good to talk to you. Hi. I guess we didn't think about this little uh, problem. I mean, when um, when you got Metallica and those bands uh, fighting for, you know, (laughs) integrity to their product and that, I don't, at that time, I don't think any of us had on our radar that one day, uh, you know, we could just have artificial intelligence steal it all. Because I don't know how you remedy this. This uh, technology has been moving very, very quickly. I mean, it's it's not just uh, monthly. It's it's not weekly. It's daily. Something yeah. new is coming out about yeah. this, and there are a lot of things that we need to discuss about uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, there's a group of Canadian computer experts that are demanding that uh, Parliament do something in terms of guardrails and regulations going forward, because there's there are a lot of opportunities for abuse, sure. especially when we start about talking about things like deep fakes and, uh, you know, impersonations. You know, we've got an American election coming up next year. Oh, geez, I can't imagine this being used for nefarious purposes during huh. that. But, yeah. but well, anyway. So do we. And, and they've already yeah, done let- one of Justin Trudeau. It was very crude, um, but, but they've already started to do them. And, and they'll get better because, as you say, they're getting better by the day. Yeah, this is the worst this technology will ever be. It's only going to get yeah. better. So let's let's because this is such a big topic, we should focus really on what you set up here was this idea of how is this going to affect music? And originally the the response is the reaction is, "Oh my god, this is terrible. It's theft, it's fake, it's manipulation." It's, you know, all kinds of different things. And at this point, yes, it is. You were, you know, somebody like Ghostwriter is using the likeness and image and the sound of two famous artists without their permission. And by putting it up on streaming music services, Ghostwriter gets royalties because the composition is credited to him, which, you know what, is not necessarily wrong because... Neither Drake nor The Weeknd had any part in creating this new musical work. 
this was the creation of a machine under the guidance of this ghostwriter person. But on their brand. But on their brand. So there's two different things here. There's the, you know, when you have a piece of music created by artificial intelligence, who owns the copyright and the intellectual property there? Mm -hmm. Is it the person who programmed the machine? Is it the person who wrote the software? Is it the software itself? That is not really clear in a lot of copyright in a lot of territories around the world. In Canada, you have to be a human to hold a copyright. Right. But in other parts of the world, it's it's not really settled law. That's one thing. The second thing is we can draw an analogy to what we saw back in the early 1980s when sampling became a thing. And if you That's remember right, that, yeah. there, was, there was a huge hue and cry you know, people were excising pieces of songs, uh, deconstructing songs, using those constituent parts, and reassembling them in a, another form, which was brand new and often rather interesting, but without compensating the people from whom they took the samples. And we had lawsuits. We had records withdrawn from sale. We had all kinds of weeping and gnashing of teeth. However... Oh, and we also had people saying, oh, my God, this is the death of music. We're simply yeah. recycling old parts for new things. But a weird thing happened. First of all, a number of really, really smart and clever and creative people were able to take sampling from what it was in the very beginning into something completely different and wonderful. Yeah, like Vanilla Ice, like a goofy one-hit wonder, but it just, well, it worked. That was it part of the original um, that was part of the original use of samples. It was very simple and, and you know, crude. But then you would have a, an album like the Beastie Boys, sure. uh, Paul's Boutique. Very sophisticated use of samples. And when people heard that, it was like, wow, mm -hmm. this is a new art form. We can use these old pieces to create something new and exciting. A lot of hip-hop is based on samples. A lot of pop today is based on samples. And the reason this works is because we have figured out in law how to use samples legally and how to compensate those from whose work these samples come. Mm -hmm. So if we look at that and, and, you know, it worked out, it took a number of years to figure out how to get the, you know, get past the legalities. But now we have artificial intelligence and it's exactly the same thing. This is a new tool that right now is being used rather crudely rather, you know, unsophisticatedly, but in the future, artificial intelligence could be as important to music and the development of music as, uh, as sampling was. How? No idea. If I did, I'd be doing it. But yeah. there, there, there is the, the possibility that this is something new that will really revolutionize music and give us We've been kind of caught in a rut for the last 10, 12 years. Music hasn't really yeah. evolved that much. Well, I'm still maybe. stuck in the 80s and 70s, so it's okay. Yeah, and the, maybe this is the thing that takes things, you know, further. And it's it's not people, uh, you know, it, it's some 14-year-old kid or or some 19-year-old DJ that has a, a, a brainwave and uses this technology to take things to the next level. Even uh, regular artists can use artificial tech, uh, artificial intelligence to help them make their own music. Let's say, for example, you got writer's block and you need, you know, a turn of phrase, you need a new word, you, you know, something, you type it into chat GPT and boom, you get, you get some answers. And even if the answer isn't what you'd like, it may prompt you 
uh, out of your writer's block. Sure. So there, there, there are good things to this. There are bad things to this. What's got people scared is that it's the the early days. Uh, it's unregulated, and people are being ripped off and not being paid what they're owed. Yeah, but that you, will change. Yeah, and you can crank out a lot of these hits, uh, make a lot of fast cash because uh, you know lawmakers or I know. They're really slow, and and they don't always put in good regulations because you don't want to regulate the music industry to death or any of this and take the creative right, and out. Then, uh, so and, and then it's going to take them a few years. So they better get on it because they should have been on it. That's a scary thing. Well, again, we didn't see this coming. Yeah, I, you know, I certainly did not see this did, coming. We kind of did, right? You say, they've been doing stories on. It. I just think it's like, oh, it's happened. <laughs> now it's yeah. here. <laughs> but you know, with 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 Chat GPT, this is something that came out just several months ago, yeah. and you know, it, it took the world by storm. Uh, which, which you know, reminds me. This, this could be. I'll give you another example. This is kind of like when smartphones came out. We knew that smartphones were going to be something, but we didn't know what. And it took millions and millions of people using smartphones to take communication and this use of this new device to someplace where we are today. Not all of it's been good, but a lot of it has. So this is the same sort of thing. We do need the regulation. We do need the protection for intellectual property. Record labels, of course, have jumped all over this because it's their intellectual mm -hmm. property that's yeah. being manipulated and resold without their permission. But they did exactly the same thing in 1981 when people were starting to sample music. Yeah, stay tuned. You're going to have lots to talk about. No question. All right, Alan, always appreciate your time. Thanks. You're welcome. Alan Cross, host of the ongoing history of new music. God, I used to sit in my window in uh, Sunday afternoons and just listen to Alan Cross all afternoon. I remember when he said that Kurt Cobain had died. I'll never forget that day. But yeah, he'll uh, he'll always have something to talk about when it comes to music.